0: Well, the grain market has been focused pretty much for the last part of this past week on Monday's USDA report, and I suspect even longer than that, and the debate over yields have been all over the place, a low of 168 from Arlen Suderman, one of the most respected, if not one of the most outspoken analysts, and at a high of 175.4, that was USDA's last estimate. The average trade guess, though, for corn yield has been hovering right around 172.5. Not really a lot of argument about that. But, of course, we have Coley and Kavanaugh coming up. So, uh, when it comes to arguments, you know, we can probably count on at least something. Production estimates have been dropping down to right around 14 billion bushels. And then there's demand expectations dropping that are impacting carryout numbers. Boy, there's a lot to talk about. Coley and Kavanaugh stand standing by to do exactly. exactly. Exactly that. And the guys are brought to you by the Allen County Farm Bureau. And we had the Farm Bill Roundtable here recently. And, of course, the Farm Bureau is deeply involved in that. You can support those efforts by simply getting a membership. Support the efforts of the Farm Bureau with a membership. Simply go online to itpaystobeamember.org. Well, guys, like I mentioned, there has been a lot of conversation about these numbers. David, 172.5, you got some argument from John Kavanaugh about that here in recent weeks, but I'm getting a feeling that Kavanaugh is moving a little bit closer to what you've been talking about, David.
1: Yeah, because the low guess is 170.6, and the high guess is 174.9. I think John's still 175, and his knuckles are getting white because he's hanging on so much. And, of (laughs) course, oh, you are going to get realistic now. And the NAS number from last month is 175.4. And look at a year ago, trend line, yay, 177. Well, not this year. So we're going to look at an acreage number revision, too, because apparently the USDA is finally accepting the FSA data, not where until october they're doing it now so they're going to be looking at less acres that are going to be harvested i think that's going to be interesting to see so the production number comes out at 14 billion 088 last year it was fifteen one one five. now as john has said it's the carryover that matters the most because we've got a pretty big crop but we also have huge demand potential out there with all these other issues that are going on so keep that in mind
2: yes and david i am taking exception with you on on your number i think you're a little bit too low, but I'm not going to necessarily say you're absolutely wrong. But here's my logic uh, that I'm using is that uh, bad news gets most of the publicity. And as a result of that, the markets tend to exaggerate how uh, bad things are. They tend to get carried away. So sometimes they miss the mark because of that. And I've seen that happen repeatedly. The next guy hears about it and pretty soon it's twice as bad as it actually is. <laughs> and uh, it's the psychology of it. Right. And the other thing is we have the last several years for yields to be better than expected how many times have you heard that when the combines hit the field, where are all these soybeans coming from? Where is all this corn coming from? We saw that in Iowa last year. Holy cow, That you know the Iowa people missed it to by a lot. And what's a lot of the reason for that? The genetics. And it gets better and better. And we've had a strong tendency toward that. So therefore, the average guess is 172.5. And I don't think the government is ready in September to take it down a whole lot. Some, yes, maybe. But I believe it will be above 172.5 and closer to 174.
0: See, now he's beginning to come down just a little bit. But, uh, John, one of the things you have identified in the past as a real market mover, and that is the report that comes out on September 30th. To your point about the government not taking things down in big chunks, so what would you expect then come September
2: 30th? Oh, I tell you what, I'm really looking forward to that one. I still think that's a bigger deal. Remember like the year before? Yeah. Holy cow, the stocks report was a total shocker. One thing that I'm really kind of wondering about is, is the government has continually estimated demand lower than what the trade has. The trade who's watching the export numbers, et cetera, and the animal numbers have all been saying that the, the, the government is, has been too high in the projected carryover. Well, I don't know whether that's true or not, but the trade has had a tendency to line up with the government. But the numbers that they were projecting themselves were lower I think there's a chance this carryover is going to be lower. Now, the average guess for the carryover is somewhere around $1.53 billion, And a lot of people think the projected carryover now is going to be higher. However, I think we could very well get a surprise. David, you can take me apart over the next couple of weeks on this one. But I got, I'm afraid that we're going to get a tighter carryover. Then is currently projected on the September 30th report. Remember, on September the 30th, you get a measured number, not a projected number, but a measured number. So I think that's the one that I'm more interested in than I am the Monday report.
0: And David, you know, part of this has to do with traders and the market trying to figure out demand. And demand, we've had our legs chopped out from underneath us because we don't have regular reports. We think demand is up, but that's based on overnight flash sale reports. Over the last 10 days, it seems like maybe
1: export sales have been better. But how do we really know, David? We don't because all that meets the criterion is it's over 100,000 tons. Less than that, it doesn't show up. And a lot of times, when you see all these added up, finally, well, my goodness, that's triple what we expected. Well, those other ones were all less than 100,000 tons, so that didn't enter into it because they're supposed to have their program software fixed on September the 15th next week. But as we have all said, <laughs> don't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, because...
0: Promises, promises, right, David? The numbers for soybeans, 51.5, kind of the average estimate at this point that. It's down from 51.9, so not that big of a drop from the August report. But how are you feeling about the 51.5?
1: I'm definitely thinking that, yes, because I feel that with the good weather we've had in August that has been very good for soybeans, I'm thinking that is number is really solid. And look, we're gonna get a harvested acres increase of 500,000 acres because they've reviewed the acreage data. A lot of double crop beans went in. So that's gonna give you a crop size of 4.496. Now look what it was in August though, 4.531. That extra acreage is adding to the production potentially, but I don't think that'll be realized that soon. But the real story is last year was 4.435. So we're definitely looking at a bigger crop than that. So keep your eyes open. I think this market report is going to be a little bit negative for beans and possibly friendly for corn, like John thinks. David, I'll take a little bit exception there too, as far as beans go. Beans
2: are surprisingly the crop is doing very well. I, I certainly won't dispute that, and I won't dispute to to what the average yield is but the thing we got to look at again is that projected carryover for next year on soybeans is just around what 230 million yes that's yeah. very very tight that's wow. close to being out and i'd like to also mention that the corn projected carryover for 22 23 is down to just a little over 1.2 And billion and 1.2 billion you're out of corn pipelines are empty and soybeans at that 230 number The pipelines are about empty on that, so if those numbers are there or lower, Folks, that is very supportive to
0: prices. After the report comes out on Monday, we'll get even a little bit better understanding of that. But also that September 30th report is going to give us, as John mentioned, even a more clear image of what's happening out there. That's the end of segment number one. We're going to come back because there were a lot of other things that went on in the market this week that were driving prices. We'll talk about wheat and what was going on with that in segment number two with Coley and Kavanaugh coming up straight ahead.